All right, guys, welcome back to the Old Glory Red Report. We are back with another State of the Republic. We're going to be going over the post-match for the SAC vs. Beast game that happened at the weekend. We're going to look ahead to Las Vegas on the Cinco de Mayo weekend. We also have some burning questions that I wanted to talk to these guys about, so we're going to jump all with that in just a minute. All right, guys, thanks for joining us again at this next State of the Republic. We are going to have a good one. We have special guest Scott Bradford over here with us. Jonathan Glatz, as always, coming back. I'm KCJ. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't already known, this is a Beautiful Game Network podcast. It will be available on the Beautiful Game Network, Stitcher, over on the iStore, the Apple Store, whatever it is. Spotify. Spotify, yeah. So make sure to check that out. Uh, we're really proud to be a part of that. They do a lot of great things. So also check them out, support the other podcasts on that network. But let's go ahead and jump straight into the post-match. I think it was kind of a 50-50 match to me. I don't think either team really dominated. I don't think either team can say they were the best team coming out. The stats also would say that. Um, we'll jump with Scott first. What did you think of the starting 11 that Coach put out? Uh, well, I liked how they incorporated uh, Bonomo a lot into it. I saw him get the ball a lot more this game. They tried to use his body. Uh, I didn't see him. He didn't finish, though. That's the thing. He was, I, he got tons of chances. At least I saw five or six chances. And he, that clear open header, I mean, literally, what, three, four feet away? And you're missing. You're six foot what? I mean, so um, that's just my opinion. I'm kind of over him right now. I'd like to skip ahead to Blackwood. But um, I like seeing Blackwood out there as well. But he's not a one-on-one -on -one guy. He's just not. I mean, he's a speed guy, speed threat. So I'd like to see him in a different position. Uh, defense is always on point. Cohen on point. Um, sorry, still is dominating the middle. He's, he is. He is like him and Warner. Best Two first names on the team sheet, right behind Cohen. Right. Exactly. So, but overall. Um, we knew Phoenix was a good team. Um, I know how much drop-off there would be without Drogba now. I was thinking, okay, maybe a little bit more. But, um, yeah, their offense wasn't clicking like when they had Drogba. But then again, neither was ours. We didn't have a few players as well. And Wasa wasn't out there to start. So uh, it kind of evened out. And there you go, 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah, 100%. It's two teams really struggling to find the form, not necessarily that they deserve, but what we thought they would be at the start of the season. Because we definitely thought Phoenix would be much higher in the standings yeah. at this point. I think a lot of people had them dominating the West this year. And they just haven't been that team yet. And Republic themselves, you know, we thought they'd be a better scoring team. Yeah. The defense has been great. I think we're the second defense in the, the second, league. Right? Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the defense is doing great, but that uh, attacking option just isn't there. John, what did you think about the starting 11 coach put out? I, I, you know, I was kind of surprised when I saw it. Um, I'm trying to learn to be unsurprised because there's been so much rotation this year. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. Um, what Scott was saying earlier, got a lot of attacking fast options out there. We played a little faster game, I felt. Um, and I thought the, the build-up to plays was a lot better than it has been. Um, so I, I was happy with it. Um, but I, I still think, and I, I know I've talked about this before in other, other casts, is I still think we're struggling to find out how we need to play and what our best formation is. And I, I don't think we've, we've fully realized that yet. Yeah, especially on the attacking end. I think as far as the backfield goes, 
we've found that that defense works. Yeah. Kynan and Tainter, Wasari holding that middle essentially defensive. Uh, McCrary's been great, as a, as a, defensively at least. Uh, he lacks a little bit going forward yep. for me. Same with Gomez. Defensively, he's been great. But I think he also lacks a little bit going he forward. He did better this last game. Though. He had he, a he great had a shot. shot. He did. I, I mean, that, that. that's what we needed. It was we off target, shots, but it was a good shot. Enough with the crossing, half shot. And I would like to see him do that more. So far this season, and even last season, we haven't seen enough of Gomez doing that. So, for me, this lineup was a good one. I think it could have won the game. I don't think it's a lineup that wasn't able to get it across the line to get the points. I think it did struggle, though. What were some changes maybe that you would have made to this lineup, John? Um, that's, that's hard to, to see because I'm still, we have so many new players, I'm still trying to get used to all of them. Um, I would have, if, since, I, I don't like Cameron Awasa playing kind of how the coach has him play further back. I don't like that. I like top. it. I want him up top. I think he, we're, I think we're better served when he plays that way, but he's still very clearly a skilled player. He had some of our better runs. He had some of our better attacks um, and plays, but I'd still like him up, up higher. Uh, and I think maybe potentially more opportunities could have been made that way. Um, but that being said, I, I thought that we had some good chances. I thought, you know, I, I thought Bonomo and Blackwood, they, they both made some really good attacks. And I, I, until we see consistent form, I don't know what changes we'd make. I mean, I, I have a starting lineup I'd like to see for the next match. Um, but, you know, we'll get to that later. We will. We'll have the starting 11s for next one coming up. Um, let's jump into some of the key plays. Uh, the first big one was the Blackwood offside for the goal. It was a follow-up goal, so he was coming back off of the rebound. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, he looked clearly offsides. I don't think we can complain about that, right? Yeah, we were, we were I'm just hoping. Complain about it. I'm just going to be wrong. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we thought. I actually thought. Okay, okay. This is the breakthrough he needs. That get him going. He always in the starting eleven. He's got the goal. Let's build off of that. I know it's just a follow-up goal. It's nothing that he really sort of created, you know, with his speed or with, you know, his dribbling. It was, it's the right place, right time sort of goal. But builds hey, that confidence, some, and then who knows where it could have gone from there. Those are some of the best goals. The ones yeah. that, you know, maybe you didn't have to create, but it gets the ball in the back of the net. And like you said, builds that confidence. Because once you get the first one in, you tend to get a couple more. And we've seen Correct. that with Iwasa, you know, going yeah. forward. Yes. Um, I think both teams had a few chances here or there, but there wasn't a lot to talk about in this game. Cohen is up for a save of the week with his 40 minute, 40th minute save. Yeah. So that's kind of impressive. If you haven't, go over there, vote for that. Vote for uh, this video will probably come out Thursday night, so I think the voting's still open until Friday, right? I think that we'll have to right. check that. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't voted, go over there and vote for him. Uh, was there any other like key moments in this match that you guys wanted to talk about? Maybe something that stood out to you? The only thing I was see, I saw as I watched the whole game, I was telling uh, my buddy who came to the game with me, like, we do everything the same almost every time. Go down the wings, try and cross it in. I was like, let's just crack a shot. These, these are USL keepers, not MLS, not Premier League. The ball's going to bounce. So I love seeing Gomez. You know he's not the greatest offensive weapon. Love seeing him take that shot. Yeah. Uh, just have some crackers. Even last year we saw it. Horde had that cracker. I saw BJ. Yeah, I mean, just have a shot. You, not everything has because obviously we're not winning headers. Yeah, we no. got some towers in there, but the ball's missing the tower. So we definitely thought we would be more dominant on exactly. the headers so, on set pieces for that reason. But I mean, keep at it. But let's have some more direct shots, top of the box. Like let's put some power behind these shots. 
Keeper could have an off night. You get that lucky bounce. You just need that one bounce, like like Blackwood, a follow-up. There you go. 100%. How about you? I think, you know, our, our defense deserves a lot, a lot of credit that game. Solomon Sante was excellent for, for Phoenix. Um, and the only reason they didn't score, A, obviously Cohen. But our entire back line played really well. And, and even though they did have some chances, they largely stifled those chances. Uh, and that, that's, that's my biggest thing is how well they, they played, the defense did play. Even though our, our attack lacked a little potency, lacked some finishing, our entire defensive line was, was, was fantastic. Yeah, we'll dive a little bit more into that in the questions later on because I do want to talk about that. But let's go ahead and just move on. For me, like I said, it was a very even match. I don't think either team can say they dominated the game. I think both teams had good possession, good play at times. Um, what's your overall reaction? Was this good enough from us, or do you think no. we need to do more? No, I mean, if we want to be top three again, you know, the whole season like we were last year, like up there, uh, I think, honestly, I think teams have caught up to us more than we've separated ourselves. We, on paper, before the season, I was like, oh man, this is looking good. And then, you know, I know we're not down near the bottom or anything like that, but we, we have a higher standard, we could be better. So, um, obviously, the offense is just, we all know it, the offense just needs to get up and going. But I, I have a feeling once it does get going, guys get their first goals, you have a bunch of guys getting their first goals, floodgates are gonna open. It just takes, you know, one, like, four nothing game and then, that. Yeah, we talked about it. This this offense does have the look to score goals. We even saw it in preseason. We just haven't had that spark that ignited. I think when we do get that, we'll probably do a little bit better going forward, and things will hopefully kick off from there. But we're just not seeing the right signs of it for me. What do you no. think on this one? Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. Like, I, I mean, I like the response coming back from, from that loss. Um, and I thought we played some, up to the finishing, I thought we played some really good football. I like the passing, I like the movement, I like the speed. Um, but I mean, I, even against the good teams, I expect to win. Yeah. Um, and and I, it, was, it was a good response, it wasn't good enough, and I do expect to see better, especially, especially from our attackers. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and, and I know we've, we've had this conversation in, in private conversations, but I also expect a little more from Cam. Three of his five goals have come from penalty yeah. kicks, and yeah. he didn't earn all of them. Um, not, earned a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. He, he did. Um, and, but, I mean, I'm not trying to say how Cam's not a good player, but he needs to create opportunities outside of penalty kicks. Yeah, and playing a little bit farther back, he's been more creating chances than he has been scoring them myself, yeah. himself recently. So I think that does, you know, that is something of note. Um, let's go ahead and move in to the man of the match for everybody. We'll go ahead and start with John on this one. John, who do you think was the one standout player in this uh, I mean, you've got to go with Cohen. Uh, they, the Phoenix had some really great shots on goal. And I think if there was almost, almost any other keeper, they would have gone in. Cohen's a great keeper. Um, and he, I mean, just like he did last year, he saved our bacon in that match. Yeah, I think Fleming's for, for Phoenix was fantastic, and he had a couple of really good shots on that really tested Cohen, so I can totally agree with this. Scott, what are you thinking on this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree. Like, I would give it to Cohen as well. I mean, same reasons. Uh, but also, I, throughout the whole game, I was seeing uh, if I could choose someone else, maybe like as a co-man of the match or uh, Gomez. Uh, from what I saw, like, 
he got into that attack. Like I said, that shot was, even though it missed, that's what we need to see. Uh, that left side was shut down. He had speed for whoever they put over there. He was, picked them clean. Like, it, he was just shut down over there. And that, I know, left back was something we were worried about at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I mean, when we don't talk about a defender, that's probably a good thing. So, I mean, that means he's not giving up anything. So, for me, uh, Gomez, like, I mean, he's always pretty much lights out as as is every game. But um, this one, he, I, I saw him do a, a little bit more. So, I'd like to give him a man of the match nod as well. I've always liked Gomez. I think he's a terrific player, so I can agree with you. He does great work defensively. Uh, it was good to see him get a little bit better yeah. forward this time. He did make, it, like you said, the shot on. He had a couple crosses this time, too, I believe, if I'm right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I can always see that. And Cohen, obviously. Yeah. For me, though, I did talk about this in my player ranking. It's playing out of the back that Cohen needs to work on. I think he only had like a 50% pass, pass accuracy coming out of the back. And for distribution of the keeper, I know that they are not known for being the greatest passers in the world for the most part. But for the kind of play we want, especially getting it up to like an Awasa or a Bonomo, he needs to bring it to those guys a little bit better up in our own half. Yeah, I know in the second half, because uh, we're sitting behind the goal where he was throwing from, that I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but that win, because I was freezing my butt off that whole night, just the jersey and shorts. I was literally, I almost went and spent $40 on a blanket. But that win is blowing right at him. So his throws, not going as far. Kicks, not going as far. His throws, also a little bit off to the side. That's a few turnovers. Like I said, don't want to create excuses, but it, it was totally night and day from the first half. I noticed it right away when you're going into the win. It's totally different. Yeah, and, you know, generally he has pretty decent pass accuracy, but it was just something I would like to see more from, and in the future I'd still like to see more from him. My man of the match, though, I gave it to Tainer. Yeah? He had a 91% pass accuracy out the back. He was winning challenges left and right. He's looking very, very comfortable beside Kanye yeah. in that back line. Tainer, Tainer had, a, had a fantastic and game. And I think he's been fantastic for multiple games and hasn't really got the credit he deserves for switching around positions and slotting in there. I think they've made that a center back pairing that's going to stick. Yeah. He looked fantastic. So, Cohen, amazing. Always respect to Cohen, but I'm going to give it to Tainer on this one. I think he was terrific in this game. Um, any last thoughts on this match before we move on? Uh, I, we've already talked about it, just the need for better finishing. If we had better finishing, we'd be higher up in the ranks. We wouldn't be even be having this conversation. We've had this problem continuously for the past couple years. I don't know what it is, but it's something that, that we need to fix urgently before, it's, before it comes back to bite, bite us and we miss the playoffs. 100%. Yeah, and that, that's our, now our second tie at home. We lost the op or tied the opener. Tied this one, so that's what four points at home. We're usually just solid, dominant. I mean, I mean they're gonna happen every now and then, but that's two now. And how many games we played there? I think four. Four. Yeah. So half our games we've tied, but we haven't lost there. So I mean, bonus. Right. Well, there you go. But I, I like to see, you know, especially coming up. I think we gotta have straight up three points. No, no more of this ties. You know, tie tie on the road, fine. Tie at home, especially Papa Murphy's. Come on. Well, we'll jump into a little bit later about whether it's good to be a good defensive team or whether you want to attack. We'll jump into that a little bit later. But for now, we'll go ahead and jump into the match buildup on this one. Uh, we are taking on the Las Vegas Lawn, I mean the lights, coming up uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yep. It should be an interesting game. It always is when we play Las Vegas. They're quite when an entertaining team. Yeah, when anyone plays Vegas. 
in Vegas, of course, it makes it even more entertaining because you get all that shenanigan. Uh, not the best season for them so far, though. They, they did start off poor last season and worked into the season. It does look like they are getting a little bit better as the season builds. So we'll, we'll start with John on this one. John, what do you think about this game? What do you, what do you like, your initial thoughts about this game? My initial thoughts is this isn't last win. Um, especially early on in the season, we need the points now. We can't get left. Thankfully, right now, everything's pretty close, but we can't afford to be left behind. Yeah. Um, and especially given our recent form, this is a must win. Uh, I think Vegas is coming at us at a perfect time. They're not a fantastic team, but they also have shown an ability. They can score goals. They've had, uh, I don't remember who they played against, but they had a game where they, they scored five goals uh, and had a clean sheet. Um, so, you know, they, they definitely have some attacking power, and uh, they've got, I think, four clean sheets this year on the season, so that's, that's not half bad defensively. Um, so, while I don't think they're the greatest team, we need to be at the top of our game. I do apologize, there's a lot of chair moving happening over in that direction, so probably all you hear in the audio right now is chairs just shuffling around. And that's so, what's Let's just give, recording at a bar. Chairs. Let's just give them a second. Let's just watch them for a second as they shuffle their chairs around. <laughs> Chair shuffling magic. All right. I, I think we may be done with the chair shuffling. No, no, we are not. <laughs> not by a long shot, apparently. Oh. I think. All right, guys, and this is the downsides to shooting in public spaces. <laughs> you get this happening. Come join us, by the way, but don't shuffle chairs. Yeah. By all means, it's a public place. They're allowed to do what they want. Um, hopefully they get done here soon. <sighs> all right. So should I just hold my, my mic up like this? Would that be helpful? Yeah. So I guess short story, in case you didn't hear me previously, is we need to get the win. And we need to stay focused because while they're not a great team, they're a team with potential. Um, not great potential, but they've had a game where they scored five goals and didn't concede any. So, all right, all right. We'll jump over to Scott now. Uh, it does look like it settled down over there, so we'll jump back <laughs> into this. All right. Um, well, I don't want to see them. Uh, you, you know, you want, want fix one thing, but let's not sacrifice another. So keep the D. Go for that clean sheet first. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, another tie. No one wants to see that, but. Ties are always better than losses, but let's not sacrifice our defensive form, get that clean sheet, and then work on, you know, getting that, that goal. And then, like I said, floodgates should, should open, especially against a team like Las Vegas. Um, I know last year you could, you know, stick a, whatever, under 10 team out there and they'll score a goal on them. So, I mean, from what I've seen in the past, we should be able to at least get two or three past them, but I don't want to see us sacrifice anything on defense. I think we'll be fine there given what we've seen so far, but um, yeah, just this is the perfect game to produce some offense. And then confidence building, build up you know, some stats, hopefully, if we can get a landslide victory, and then carry that over. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. Um, I think it's gonna be a bit more of a struggle than we think going into Vegas. They do look like they're a team that's building in form. They got a draw with the LA2 on their last game on Monday. And uh, Los Dos has actually been pretty decent yep. this season, yep. especially in the attacking 
aspect. Um, they may have let a few too many goals in on the back, but attacking, they've been a terrific team. So to keep a clean sheet against LA too, just gives me the worry that we're gonna go out there and we're gonna see another nil-nil draw. But that's just my initial thought. Maybe I'll be wrong and maybe you guys can convince my mind as we go through this. Um, let's just go ahead and jump into starting 11s and we're gonna do our predicted of starting 11s. This is not what we think the coach is gonna play necessarily, but what we would like to see. And then maybe we'll talk a little bit about what we think the coach will actually do. Uh, we'll start with the guest, Scott. Why don't you give us your starting 11 first? All right, so I got obviously uh, Cohen and goal. Sorry, Diaz. Uh, we got our four, <laughs> four in the back. Uh, I like Gomez on that left. Keep him in there. Uh, Kynan and uh, Harris is coming back, so I like to see him in there with Kynan. And I like to see uh, Tainer out there on, on the right side, maybe send him up a, a little bit, or, or Harris. That's why I like having Harris back now. Okay, now we can bring something else out of the back. I think he's our legit attacking threat from the back. So and even though he's right there in the middle, uh, that's I think where we want him with that height. Keep him up there. We don't really we got guys that can cross, so just send him right there up the middle. Um, so I got a four-two-three-one. I got uh, Sari and Skundrich. I mean, they've for me, Sari for sure has solidified himself in starting eleven. Don't take that guy out. Yeah, uh, no. Skundrich you could play with a little bit, but um, his aggression. I mean, it's I'd say top three on the team. I like seeing it. even though if it doesn't get the ball. I always see him hustle back to it, so uh, and, and he's always there. Yeah, he might get some fouls, but That's what I, I like to see him go forward and get involved in the attack, and then still be back there to do his defense. And he's work. and I haven't seen him like struggle with like fitness or anything. Like he's he's he has a motor, so him and sorry, so I like seeing that. Um, moving to the offense, um, I like Warner where he started him on the left as a winger, and then what I want to see, I I'm not sure if there's something wrong with him or what why we didn't have him. Horde out there on the right side. He, I didn't see him at all in the game. The coach just doesn't seem to prefer him right now. Because, I mean, during the Stanford game, like, you and I were both there. He got the only goal. He was legit running up and down. He's even back in the defense, too. We know he's got an engine. He can go the full length of the field, too. So, I personally... Spoiler, like see... he's in my starting 11, so... So, I mean, <laughs> obviously what we did last game didn't really work. He wasn't in it. So, guess what? Let's make a change and... Put him in there. And then also we got um, Iwasa right there up top on, on the underneath part. Um, and then I want to really want to see Blackwood. I want to see him utilized over the top balls. These one-on-ones aren't working for him. Uh, these crosses, we're not getting on the end of them. So if, if you have someone who has legit like elite speed, we saw it last year at Swope, let's use it. Yeah. Give, him a, give him a game to prove himself. You know, send a few balls over the top. Hey, all he needs that one breakaway. He'll outrun. His, his legs are like, I mean, look at 6'2", 6'3". So he's got those long legs. He doesn't even have to move them that fast. So, yeah. and he get in front of everyone. So I like to see Blackwood up top. Uh, like I said before, kind of over Bonomo now. I mean, he, I, how many games are you going to give him? We've yeah. already got to give him eight. It's the Isley effect last year where, like, I had hope for him coming in, but he just hasn't lived up to that height. Yeah, I mean, we're almost quarter of the way through the season or something like that, and still doesn't even have an assist. Yeah. Zero goals, zero assists, guess what? He's earned a couple penalties. Yeah, Bono's earned a yeah. couple penalties. Yeah. I mean, he does good. Last game, he did have a couple that he should have got in. There was that header that went across the, the keeper. Yeah. That should have been in. Yep. We, we should have a lot more players who have goals. We should. That's so, true. I mean, <clears throat> 
I'm not gonna argue with you right now publicly in front of everybody. <laughs> please um, do, please do, come on. I love arguing with people, but um, I mean, right now, we're just, our team right now, I don't think it's just Bonomo and just no. Blackwood. It's, it's the team as a whole who can't do anything in the back of the net. So, do sorry, we, continue. <laughs> do we get your whole 11? Yep, Blackwood's the last one up top. So we'll move over to John for your 11. All right, so I kept the black back line as it as it is, uh, much like you. I thought they did a fantastic job, uh, so I don't. I would like them to stay unchanged. Well, he had Harris coming. Yeah, You're, are you keeping he Tanner? Was on suspension. Oh yeah, I'm keeping Tanner. Yeah, because Harris is on suspension right. from the two yellows to I, red. For some reason, I was thinking Adam as midfield. I'm. <laughs> I wasn't listening, obviously. I mean, he's in the lineup over there, but he's not in the. Uh, same so I've team. got I've got Cohen, McCrary, Kanan, Tainter, and Gomez. Okay. Okay. Um, and then one the of the things. Same lineup we saw at the weekend. Yes. Yes. One thing was hard for me because I prefer him as a defender is having Horde um, on the right side as a as a winger. Um, and then um, Sorry potentially Skundrich, but I prefer Sorry. Um, Villarreal, uh, Werner, and then my my biggest change is Cameron forward, or excuse me, I almost said Cameron forward or Wasp Pine. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron forward, DJ behind, and a 4 4 1 1. Which, and, and my thing is, maybe I like the B idea of Bija better than I like Bija. Because um, I haven't, hasn't, haven't, that. I can't talk. It's my first beer and I can't talk. Um, I haven't Sometimes been when the camera's on, I just talk. I, I know. Um, I haven't been too impressed as a whole by Bija. But he's I mean, had his injury woes. Yeah, I, I, as the resident BJF insider, <laughs> I was gonna say BJF's number one fan over here. Shouldn't uh, be. I I talk to him almost not every day, but fairly often. So I already talked to him about okay, what's going on for Vegas? He's like, it's gonna be a push, you know. Like most likely, he'd like to be available off the bench. I mean, I obviously like to see him start. He'd be my starting eleven every game, but obviously he's not in mine. So. Favorite. Yeah. But um, this is the Horde fan club over here. <laughs> so um, he's a fan club, Horde fan club, or vice versa. So yeah, um, my starting eleven was I said Cohen and uh, ten B or ten uh, <laughs> Hordes over here. So so, but for sure um, he's looking at Fresno. So that's okay. what. Um, otherwise, I mean, I think I even talked to him about. It. He's like he hates being out. Um, you know, it's any soccer player and you're on the sideline. But uh, I told him like you, you know it, I know it. Our offense needs a spark. I mean, so who knows what will happen? Fully healthy, can he be that spark? Some insider news on BJ. <laughs> um, so you did a four-one-four-one. Four-four-one-one. Four-four-one-one. Okay. I want. I don't want because normally when Sari plays, yeah, they have him right above the defense and kind of in the middle of the or behind the midfielders. Yeah. I'd like him up with the midfielders. Is that like a one behind the one, or is that kind of like an offset one-one? No, this is a pure four-four-one-one. Like one, one. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I like the way you're thinking. I definitely thought outside of the box on formations. The coach has kind of been setting these uh, four-two-three-ones, kind of a four-three-three yeah. changing. So I was thinking about like, you know, what can we do? Can we go into like a three in the back? And me and Mark have kind of talked about that in the past, where with Harris, with Tainter, and with uh, Kanan and Kynan in the back. I mean, a, a three-back would be a very strong back lineup, but then that doesn't leave you any options off the bench if one of those guys get hurt, exactly. things like that. So I ended up actually switching to a 4-1-4-1. So what we played uh, last game, I believe, It's officially. similar, maybe. I went with the same back line that we saw at the weekend. So that's McCrary and Gomez on the wings. 
with Tainter and Kynan in the back. I do like Harris a lot. I think he's been a terrific player. But after the red card, he showed a little bit of unreliability with the way he got those cards, in my opinion. So I think the coach maybe sits him on the bench a few games, even when he's available, just okay. because he lost his cool real quick. And that cost the team potentially some points. So that's why I kept the back line the okay. way I did. Uh, Sorry slits in that one spot, defending and gets that back yep. line. He's going to be our back, uh, you know, our center defensive midfield, controlling that, helping that back line out, and making sure they stay solid like he's done all season. Then across the middle, this is where things get a little interesting for me. I put Blackwood out on the far left, or on the far right, sorry. And then I had uh, Villarreal and Iwasa in the middle, which Villarreal has created tons of chances, and Iwasa has also created chances for us. So I think stacking them next to each other would add a little bit more creativity from them and allow them to move around a little bit more. And then I put Warner out on the other side because he's been terrific down yeah. that left wing for us all season. I think he's one of our most prolific players going forward, besides Iwasa with the goals, obviously. But other than that, I think he's been terrific. And then I still am putting Bonomo up top. I have faith that he can do it. Okay, I, okay. I know it hurts your soul. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I still put Bonomo up top. Look, he might not be putting the ball in the back of the net for us, and that's what ultimately his job is, and yeah. people are going to give him shit for yep. that. But he's created opportunities with the penalties. He's had a good couple glances. He does well at holding the ball up, and his defensive numbers playing the press up top are outrageous. He does a very, very good job of that. So for that, he gets my nod in this 4-1, 4-1. Oh, yeah, and Cohen in the back. Yeah. Uh, I guess I need to say it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of what I would do. Now, do I think that's realistic of what the coach will do? No, no. <laughs> not at all. I think the coach is going to go with what we've seen. I think we're going to see the same four in the back. I think we're going to see Sari and Skundrance playing in the two in the center defensive mm -hmm. mid. I think we're going to see the same three, Blackwood, Villarreal, and um, Warner playing in the middle. And I, again, think Bonomo is going to be played up top. I just right. don't. Elliot. <laughs> He has been doing rotation, so I give him credit for that, but I think he is kind of stuck in the same formation, playing these same things over and over again, and I just don't see him changing that. Am I wrong? Do you think something different? Like, what do you think he's going to actually do? Well, you don't, want, you you don't, want, want, you, you don't like, want to sacrifice results for, you know, okay, say the same rotation, but then, okay, another tie, or God forbid another, you know, a loss pops up in there. It's like, okay, now you're starting to fall behind. Now I think I'll change. Why not? get ahead of it and you know you've seen it how many games have we done like two or three now at this same sort of uh what results have we had a loss a tie i mean even when he's changing the lineup oh. it's only barely changing the line the, the, the players in the same kind of formation and the same kind of tactic yeah maybe he will swing for the fences with like, like you said you had a 4-1-4 four, four, maybe try that i mean like maybe it's a, he just needs to do a total formation change i don't He's the pro coach, not me, so he knows where guys go better than you know, I would know. But um, so it, it is Vegas, roll the dice. So um, <laughs> Got to fill well, up a gamble. I think, I think this is the game to do against. it. I, for me, I mean, I, just, I, I was reading the, the interview with Elliot from Indomitable, Indomitable, Indomitable. excuse me. <laughs> Uh, and one of the things that he said is, you know, he is going to basically continue rotating because he wants to keep his guys fresh. He wants to make sure everyone gets game time, especially for uh, when it gets later on in the season, when we have our cup push. Yep. Um, 
So I don't know that we're going to have the same lineup that we did. I don't think we will. No, I think and so I don't think it will be something we expect either. Yeah. Especially, you know, since, you know, now we know Bijev will likely be out for that game. Um, you know, who knows about if Harris is going to make his way back in. Um, I, and maybe Awasa won't start again either. We don't know because he's rotating and he's giving guys game time, keeping guys fresh. I assume Iwasa comes back into the lineup. I, I, I assume so too, but... I definitely see that happening. If the knock isn't bad, if it wasn't bad enough to keep him out as a sub against um, the team we just played, yeah, <laughs> um, then it's, it's definitely, he's going to be back in that starting 11 in my opinion. Um, okay, so let's jump over. So for the Las Vegas Lights, there's a couple guys to look out for. Perrara's had a pretty good season with eight appearances and four goals, as well as Ateke, I want to say his name is, with seven appearances and two goals. They are a quick team. They are going to look to beat us on the break. They're going to look to get a turnover and beat us down. They're going to look for balls over the top, too. They're a very, very, very quick team. Do you think that's going to cause problems to this back line, or do you think it'll hold up? We'll jump with John first. I think our back line... You know, probably even in the scrimmages, we've got fast guys. Our back, our back line knows how to deal with them. Um, I don't think that'll be a problem. Um, I do think we will win handily, um, but I, who knows? But we have shown that we're really good at shut, closing people down, forcing them to make mistakes. Uh, we've gotten a lot of really good turnovers, especially Tainter, uh, and you know, and then we've got a great keeper. So I think we'll be okay, and uh, I, I think, I don't think it'll be a problem. I won't give you my score prediction yet, but. Yeah, hold on to that. So with that in mind, knowing they're kind of a quick team, that they're going to try to break on us, how do you feel going into this game? Do you think our back line will be able to hold up? Oh, yeah, I think uh, as long as we have four back there, we got it. Um, and if they do start to struggle, I mean, first thing I do, like I said, is hopefully solidify a clean sheet. We got Sari in there, maybe sneak him back a little bit. He's got speed as well. He's got a motor as well. So that'll give you five back there. So, I mean, but I think the four should be able to hold up. Um, good thing, well, with my starting lineup, I have McCrary on the bench. If some, you send something's off, bring in McCrary then. We know he's got it. So, I mean, you, you got, you know, one in the chamber, basically. You're ready to go. And you know so. he's going to do that defensive work that you need done. E exactly. So if you start worrying about defense... Put it in your defensive guy. I know we kind of. I think we should worry about more about the offense. But if you do see that defense starts to struggle, you got that solid backup right there. So, all right, let's jump into score predictions and kind of end this match buildup that we got going on here. So, Scott, you're our guest. Let's go ahead. Score prediction: Las Vegas Lights first Sacramento Republic. How much are we going to win by? I, <laughs> I got a three nothing actually. So this is where this is where you know we got a nice little stretch coming up. I think some opponents we definitely should beat, if not all four of the games, at least three of them. This is going to be the first one. Um, we're going to find that offense that we we need. Um, this is what we've been looking for. Um, and I got, just to make it even more interesting, I got Iwasa Werner, Blackwood getting his first one. I, this isn't going to be a Blackwood coming out party, and it's, this is going to set him on fire. There's some so, Blackwood love happening in so, this area. <laughs> I just, I see it for him, so, um, and if, I know he probably won't follow my starting 11, but in my starting 11, he gets that over ball over the top, speed, bam, right <laughs> past the keeper. That's what he needs. I like it. I like the 3-0. I'm not going to lie. I would love to see that. We'll go over to John. What's your thoughts on this one? Uh, I'm, I, I feel like I'm being uh, optimistic here, and I'm going to say more, more optimistic than 3-0? <laughs> I, 
I, I feel 3 mil, three nil is way too optimistic. Okay. Pulling okay, uh, back the optimism okay. a little so bit. I, I'm going 2 nil. All right. Um, and I think the reason for that is I don't think we're going to play as strong as a team as we could. I think we're going to try to save some guys for Reno. Um, and I, I, and that's why one of the reasons I think Cam may rest. Saving him for Reno because we want to beat Reno. We want to move on. Um, so I, I say 2-0. Two, two I don't think... Uh, Las Vegas is a good enough team to keep us out. Um, they've conceded a lot of goals, and I think that we'll score at least two. I like that one too. That's another win. I maybe my optimism maybe has stepped back even <laughs> from there. I was leaning towards a one-one because again, wow. I think Vegas has it in them to score, and. Our defense has been good, but we have been a little vulnerable from time to time. And our offense hasn't been good enough to put it too much up, but their defense also does suck quite a bit. So I think we'll get by one by them as well. So I was thinking 1-1, one, one, but just for the optimism and the happy good lucky feeling, I'm just going to go two. with the 1-0. Okay. So the 3-0, 2-0, Let us know your score predictions down below. We'd love to hear them as always. Um, you know, if you think we're going to win, that's great. Put that down there. If you think it's a draw, put that down there below. Starting 11s, we'd like to hear those too, so put those down below as well. We are going to move on to a couple of questions, maybe a little more conversational piece. These are just more of a what are you thinking kind of thing. Again, we'd love to hear from you on these as well. We'll jump over with Scott to begin. Um, should fans be worried or are the Republic on the right path right now? Uh, a little worried. I mean, like we all know the goal scoring isn't there. The finishing isn't there. So, I mean, I think it's pretty apparent. It's universal right now. We all see it. Um, it it's just a, when is it going to change? Is it going to be soon? Is it going to be later? Like, if it's later, is it going to be too late? So, we got to start... That's why I feel like Las Vegas is a perfect game. So let, let's get that 3 nothing. Let's get that blowout win. And let's get it going. I mean, because you got Reno, or not Reno next, uh, Fresno next. I think that could even be another 3 I mean, let's build on that. And then you got the two Reno games. Formidable opponent, back-to-back, -back, one, one uh, league game, one cup game. So, like I said, if we get three wins out of four there, great. So, um just a little worried because, I mean, before the season, I was even jacked. I'm like, man, look at all these guys are bringing in for our offense. We knew we struggled last year. And if anything, I feel it's worse than last year. So that's why I'm like, but I, I'm still excited with defense is just shut down. The losses we've gotten, have, I consider have been some BS calls, like some things just were unlucky. And even then, it was only one nothing. We didn't get blown out like we think it was it. 4-1 like last year against Galaxy 2 or whatever, that hasn't happened. They're just 1-0 losses, okay. So I'm happy about the defense, worried about the offense. John, the same question. So at this point in the season, should the fans be worried about how we're going? I mean, we are fifth. There's a lot of positives going. Do you think we should be worried at this point, or are we on the right path? I don't think we should be worried. And basically, I want to kind of point to the history of the, the USL the past couple seasons. Uh, for example, Reno, uh, they lost their first four or five games, not this season, but the last couple seasons, and they've come storming back. Uh, you know, I think for us, we've had such a large player turnover, okay, and, and I've talked about this almost every time. That hurts us from season to season. It hurts us from season to season. We're still trying to build the team together, especially with the rotation. Players also aren't used to playing with each other in big game matches. 
they need to get used to that. Our defense is solid. I think it's a good foundation to build upon. Um, and I, I know we've had this conversation before too. I don't want to get worried for a few more games. Um, I want us to you know, continue to build. We've got a good foundation to build off of. We just need to find the back of the net. I'm not worried. I think we're heading in the right direction. Um, and I think the coach needs to have a, a tough talk with the players and let them know you guys need to get your act together or we're going to bring in new players, pretty much. Um, so I also realized that when I earlier said Reno that we have coming up, it's, it's Fresno. But Fresno. it's about the same. Fresno is next weekend, or next Wednesday. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think both of you had good points. I, I think there's a little bit of worry for me in the fact that this is an attack that I thought was going to be much better than it, it is. They looked better on paper. These are guys that had pretty good seasons last season for the most part. Iwas has been terrific for us in the past. So I thought we'd have a much better attacking potential. Um, defensively, we're way ahead of where I thought we would be. We, know yes. we were good last season, but we're terrific this season defensively. So that's a positive for me. But overall, I think something needs to change. The tactics needs to change. We just need to start going for games. We need to maybe, you know, say in the 80th minute, look, we're just going to go for it. I, I just don't think there's been enough. Am I worried at this point? No, because we're still in playoff contention. We're yeah. still going to. Are we going to be the first in, this, in the league? Are we going to be the top? Are we going to win the Supporters Shield? Doesn't always matter. It's, it's possible, but it doesn't look like it at the rate we're going. But we're still going to definitely finish a potential playoff. And if we get a home game in the playoff, even better. So I don't think there's too much to worry about now. Keep your faith in Elliot. No Elliot out hashtags yet. No uh, signs. No TFOs Elliot out yet. Let's keep true. I think the team is showing potential, and it just needs to be seen. Um, for me, the fans need to stay behind the team. We need to keep cheering like we have been. We need to keep going out. We need to keep doing the things we're doing. But that brings up the next point that I want to talk about. We have been good on defense, but it's been pretty ugly play. Like, it's not the funnest games for us fans to watch. We're not going out to entertaining three twos. We're not going out to a four-nil blowout ever. We're going out to nil-nils. We're going out to one-nils. Mm -hmm. As a fan, do you want to see a beautiful game played where maybe five goals are given up both ways, you know, either way, or a nil-nil struck out where maybe you win one-nil and get that result? Which would you prefer? We'll start on John on this one. I mean, for me, it's all about the results. Um, the end justifies the means. And yeah, I'd like to see you know the great play, the fantastic passing. But for me, it's it, as long as we get the results. Um, I, I very much enjoy the fluid attacking. I crisp passing, good tackles, good knock. You know, I enjoy all of that stuff. But good solid football. It, it's fun to watch. But you know what's more fun to watch? Your team lifting the trophy. Absolutely. And you can do that with good old defensive play. If you need to. You can. It's possible. And I would prefer boring play and lifting the trophy to beautiful play and getting knocked out of the playoffs. So, one for boring play. Scott, what do you this think? This is where we're going to differ then. So oh, I have to go right. with the beautiful football. I feel like football. I have a devil and an angel on my shoulder right now. I'm it's like angel. one point, one point. All right. I'll go for uh, the beautiful football. Uh, we know there's this country called Brazil. That's what they live and die by. Yeah. I'm going in September. Can't wait to go. Uh, how many championships they got? Five? 
most that sounds right. Yeah. So um, it can be done playing beautiful football. Uh, doing the defensive thing, I get it, get the results, but as we've seen, we've done defensive football, I think, you know, the past, most of this year. All it takes is that one, uh, one little slip of that one penalty given up, that one, you know, that one slip, they score that one goal, they get that one goal lead, and then, oh, but we're playing defense, we've got to have that offense to get that back. Yeah. So, yeah, you may give up a goal or two, but guess what? They score that one goal, guess what? We're going to hit you back with two. So that's how you beat them, playing the beautiful game, I would say. But I get his point, and you want the results. you got to play some tough D. Obviously, you want both. That's the perfect team. But you're asking us to choose. And especially from an entertainment standpoint, five goals. I'd love to see five goals. Might have a bicycle kick in there. You might have, I mean. I watched his backflip to celebrate. I'd love to see a trophy. That, that'll, yeah, trophy, <laughs> trophies too. I mean, we always want it all. But if you're asking from an entertainment standpoint, you know, I'm going to have to go with, with the beautiful football. Yeah, I, I, it, it's a hard one for me. It really, really is. Because I love to watch the beautiful play. And we've seen some teams like in the Champions League, Ajax right now is playing some amazing football. And you love to watch that. But as a Republic fan, I want trophies. So I would rather us be the best defensive team ever and, and win that trophy. But at the rate we're playing right now, we're going to be the best defensive team and not win that trophy. That's Because we're not winning goals. Yet. Exactly. So I'm going to have to lean to I would rather see us attacking and putting something out there than to sitting back and not getting anything. Because uh, if you draw all season, yeah, you had a decent season, but you didn't win. And I'm going to argue with you real quick. We saw attacking <laughs> football last game. Barely. Barely. It was more attacking than we've been all season, other than the OKC game. Successful attacking. We'll, but, we'll go with so that. Right now, with our play, we're not converting those chances. So attacking football will gain us nothing. Until we're able to... That's a fair point. Until we're point. able to get to the point where we can play the attacking football, we're not there right now. No, they're not. We are not. They're not. We, got our, we get our goals from penalty kicks and two good shots by, by Wassa and one good shot by uh, Horn, right? Am I, am I remembering all our goals right there? Pretty much. Yeah. So we need the defensive football. We need to play the good game because we can't attack. We can't, we can't play beautiful football right now. No. Do, do you think that we will win if we keep up this pace now? I think we'll qualify for the playoffs. Do you think we will win? It gives us a better opportunity. <laughs> we won't win if we don't score goals. Do you think we will win? Yes or no? I, I gave you my answer. That's all, all right. I can say. All right. I can fairly see your point. <laughs> Definitely. I see that we have to defend. Any team, if you don't do any defending, like Liverpool had this problem last season. They were great in the tackle. They couldn't defend worse shit. Or today. Yeah, or today. Um, and when you can't defend worse shit, it doesn't matter how good your attack is. If you let 10 goals in, yep. your three goals aren't worth nothing. Right. So I see that fair point. Our light's dying again, so it's going to get darker. Um, so I see that point. But we have to, at some point, also choose to go forward and try to win games. We can't rely on nil-nil, 1-1 draws. At some point, you've got to go for it and say... I'm either going to just do my best to not lose or I'm going to try to win. And I don't feel we're at that point where we're going to try to win. We're just trying not to lose mostly. 
Yeah. So totally, I totally agree with that. So I'm like, I'm hoping our defense is good. If it's so solid, I'd like to see when we do the subs instead of a like for a like, take one of our defenders out. We know. I think we're even good with three in the back. Throw in like an Aliman. Throw in you know someone else that can get that. If Horde's not in, throw in Horde. Like get add that one one more person to the attack. Me personally, I'm an Aliman fan. I love watching him play. He has like great pace. I. He could take free kicks, like he's, you know, kind of like Swiss Army knife. That's who I, that's like the ultimate sub I would like to see. So take like whoever doesn't come forward a lot, maybe like a McCrary if he's starting. If, hey, it's 0 0 still. Simon, do you want to do something? McCrary out, all you want to push up there, get in there. You three at the back, you've been doing your thing all game, just keep doing it. And if you need help, push Sorry back a little bit, he can contribute, but. Put in that extra attacker then, if that's yeah. what you need. And we've talked about going to that back three to add the width out wide with some yeah. wing backs to go to a more attacking. And you're still covered with Harris, Mitchell Tainter, and uh, Kynan in the yep. back. So it's possible. Let's uh, wrap this up. This video is running a bit long, so we're yep. going to go ahead to here. I do like to do the final thought at the end of the video. We give everyone a chance to give their last opinions of what we talked about today. We'll go ahead and start with John and we'll end on Scott. So go ahead. Final thought. I think we're going to win. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to spur a momentum. I think once we start realizing how we can play, we'll start winning regularly. We won't need to play the defensive football, but we're, we may have to continue for a while. My final thought is the obvious. We need to do more going forward. Chances created need to be chances capitalized on, and that is crucial for us. Final thought, uh, next two weeks I think are very favorable, favorable for the Republic. Uh, opponents, you know, I think we should, I personally think we should win all four of the games. Uh, like I said, three, I'll take it. Uh, but more, I said it earlier, enough of this crossing every time we go down. Let's have some direct hard shots. That's, I think, crossing isn't working. Hey, let's try some, some nice hard shots to get some rebounds, hopefully. You can't score if you don't put the ball on target, right? I just had one final thought. One more and thought. It just popped in my head. I'm okay with going out early in the Open Cup. Not against Reno. <laughs> against the first MLS team we come up with. I'm okay with going out early so we can afford our players more rest and not have to rotate as much. Okay. I would like to see a win in the Open Cup, but I can yeah. see that too. Um, all right, so we're going to wrap this video up. As always, thanks for watching this. This is going to be uh, available as a podcast in its full form over at the Beautiful Game Network. We listed all the places that that'll be at the beginning of the video. I am going to probably chop this one up since it's a bit longer into a post-match, match build-up, and then kind of an end thing on YouTube. So it'll be a part one, part two, part three kind of thing. So if you enjoyed it, check those out. Uh, we appreciate you guys watching. On Facebook, we're at the Old Glory Red Report. On Instagram and Twitter, it's the Old Glory Red. YouTube, just Old Glory Red Report. Scott Bradford, thanks for joining us. We appreciate Welcome. you having it. Jonathan Glatz, as always. I'm Casey J. Thanks for watching. Until next time, peace.